From the Newstalk ZB Newsroom, this is News Fix. Good afternoon, I'm Malcolm Jordan and this is your Midday News Fix for Monday the 7th of March. In this update, Boris Johnson's outlined a plan to tackle Russia's invasion of Ukraine. It comes ahead of meetings with the leaders of Canada, the Netherlands, Czech Republic and Poland. The six-point plan includes ramping up economic pressure on Russia, resisting the creeping normalisation of its action in Ukraine and mobilising an international humanitarian effort. Europe correspondent Gavin Gray says the British Prime Minister also wants a rapid campaign to strengthen security and resilience of NATO countries. It's that last point which is really crucial and I think he wants to get over before he meets these leaders tomorrow and Tuesday. A Ukrainian-born New Zealand lawyer has written an open letter to the Prime Minister asking for more action to help Ukraine. Anastasia Gatrova says there are three things we can do, including increasing humanitarian aid. All of the needs that the Ukrainian people have right now are extremely urgent. They need the money right now, and to be honest, it's devastating. So they need a lot more than just $2 million from a country of New Zealand's size. Anastasia Gatrova says the other two steps are to offer refuge to fleeing Ukrainians and sanction Putin's supporters. Continuing concerns about safety in Auckland CBD. The shooting of three people on Fort Street in the wee hours of Saturday morning is the latest incident. None of their injuries are life-threatening. It follows concerns raised last year about a rise in crime in the central city. Waitamata Local Board Chair Richard Norby believes the issue of safety has grown as a result of COVID. He says the pandemic's increased people's stress and some of them are acting in an antisocial or criminal way. Some of them are coming from their own and neighbourhoods into the central city where they're more, more anonymous. A union is worried what will happen to workers when isolation hotels are no longer needed. COVID Response Minister Chris Hipkins has confirmed MIQs will close in the coming weeks. It follows the easing of isolation requirements for vaccinated Kiwi travellers on Saturday. Unite Union National Secretary John Crocker says isolation hotel workers have been incredibly brave during the pandemic. They've been on a living wage while they've been under government contracts and we're very concerned that they're going to suffer a pay cut after, after two years of, of all they've done. Their reward is actually going to be a pay cut. Mental health continues to be a big issue for farmers. Figures released show 17 suspected suicides by farmers in the year ending 2021. That's a small drop from 20 in 2018. A 2018 survey found about 70% of rural New Zealanders felt increased stress over the previous five years. Federated Farmers Employment Spokesperson Chris Lewis says labour shortages is a main pressure at the moment. We've made it very clear to government time and time again that we need entry-level people by the thousands entering our industry, whether they're locals, they're also topped up by a few migrants. To sport, a worst-case scenario looms for the White Ferns at their home Cricket World Cup. Rain has delayed the start of New Zealand's second tournament match against Bangladesh in Dunedin and looks like settling in. Manchester City have defeated Manchester United 4-1 in their Premier League football derby, extending their competition lead to six points in the process. And 18-year-old hooker Raymond Tupu-Tupu began Saturday in the heart of the Manawatu and ended up running out for the Hurricanes in Wellington in place of Asafa Umua. It's uncertain if he's required again this week. I'm Malcolm Jordan and that's your latest news fix. We'll be back with the next update at 5pm from the Newstalk ZB Newsroom. For more news, listen to News Talk ZB live on iHeartRadio.